Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed with balancing your work life and your busy mum's life. Are you struggling to create that bond with your children? Possibly you may be feeling guilty for not spending enough time with your kids. Not anymore because in this podcast, I will bring you tips, hints, ideas and interview material from all the other busy mums that are out there that are trying to balance work life with their lives as well as bringing up their kids as well as facing all the things as we do as busy mums. My name is Farah, I'm Leader Coach Farah and I am talking about transforming busy mums lives. Welcome to our first ever interview for Transforming Busy Mums Lives. And today we're talking to Anita Kwanza. And who is Anita Kwanza? She's a close friend of mine, a very busy mum, a single parent and a mumpreneur. She is absolutely smashing in the world of jewellery and accessories, literally feeding her soul with her awesome passion for creating some beautiful pieces that you can uh, log onto our website and see. So today we're going to ask her, how does she balance her work life? She works a lot of hours and also bringing up her child who is becoming a teenager rapidly. Let's start the show. say is a one tip that you would give busy mums that could transform their life you have to keep loving yourself you have to keep working internally and so so what oh we have a, another have guest a, on the show uh, yes we see. have Gizmo. he's uh, he's he's barricading my questions <laughs> Welcome to Transforming Busy Moms Show. How are you doing? I'm good, thank so Today you. in the studio we have Anita. Thank you. Uh, you tell us, tell us who, what, who you are. Okay, my name is Anita Hossel. I'm a jewelry designer, actually accessory designer, working mompreneur. Mompreneur, that's it. Mompreneur. That's what you do. So, I wanted to bring you on the show, yeah. um, as obviously you are my very good close friend as well. Yes. And I've watched you grow into a fantastic businesswoman as well as a parent that I've initially knew mm. as. Mm. I wanted to ask you a few questions that mm. will help other mums mm. transform their lives, perhaps. Perhaps they listen to this and think, that's me, I mm. could do this. How mm. does she go over that particular element? So, yeah. I'm going to go through some elements that I will perhaps use them in my program yeah. and I want to get your view on that yeah so that will then open up how you do certain things in life okay balancing your work life with your um, home life yeah so tell us the first question is what do you think about self-care when it comes to being a single parent running their own business oh my god self-care is very important self-care is essential because you you know like any plant you have to water the plant if you don't water the plant, the plant is going to die. Mm-hmm. So the same thing is applies to us in general. You know, if you have to keep functioning and giving yourself 100%, being there 100% for your loved ones, you have to feel yourself because if you don't feel yourself, you're going to burn out. So tell us, how, how do you look after yourself? How do you self-care? How important is it for you? I mean, for me, self-care is something that I would love to do more of, in okay. on all honesty. Is something that I tend to give more other people love and be present for other people, but obviously I discount myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something I'm trying to bring in, implement in my daily life in terms of um, Tell being us about more. Regular things. Do you do anything regular that is um, that that's almost really important? So whatever happens, you're definitely going to do those because that's part of your self care. My own self care, obviously, as a as a woman, you know, obviously from mental is looking after yourself. Mm-hmm in terms of taking care of your personal appearance okay making sure that you you look good mm-hmm. and when you look good you feel good yeah that's so that's very essential and obviously occasionally because i because due to my work i sit down a lot mm-hmm. so my back obviously is constantly in agony 
so what i tend to do is get massage and massage every single month although i have not booked my in for quite some time and it's been long overdue and i was saying to myself like okay you need to call lisa because my back my body is giving me warning signs yeah and so you if, know when it, when that time is coming that's so, what i'm saying yes so you have a, a massage once a month once a month look after your body because you're in body. a sedentary position majority of the time yeah okay yeah. And like i guess i would love to I do love more that. stuff yeah i'd love to do more. i mean for me that's essential because yeah. because i sit down a lot and if yeah. my back gives in yeah. that's it i cannot function mm -hmm. i cannot function and obviously, by because I work with my hands a lot, and the the, the beauty about the massage is it's just not just a full, it's a full body mm -hmm. massage, and my hands are massaged as well because I work yes. with my hands. And you specifically asked for that. Oh yes, yes, yes. So it has to be so the blood has to be flowing in the right places, the muscles has to be released, the tension yeah. has to be released, everything. So it's essential. So for me, that is one thing I that is top of my list. Okay. And um, secondly, is also spending that early morning time to myself yeah and i tend I to do that your morning routine having my you? morning routine yeah. um i tell my body clock has a way of now three o'clock in the mornings i'm up no matter where i am in the world wherever three o'clock my body's up i'm up and it's that time i tend to meditate and kind of you know obviously due to my you know my belief i'm a christian it's time for me i feel like it's you know time i do my writing mm -hmm. i do my journaling my gratitude journaling um time i it, those things matter you just, know, it's just you it's just me and your journal exactly meditating it, it, yes no my child is not awake she probably she's sleeping no distraction no work if i'm not working no work it's just me and my journal or even if i'm not journaling it's just sitting down there and just that moment of peace and, and quiet keep, and being present in the moment. and just being present in the moment and allowing you know you know your body and your soul to speak to you because sometimes what we happen is we are living such a fast-paced life that often we don't allow our body and our soul wants to communicate with us and it's amazing when you spend that time to give your soul attention mm -hmm. your soul speaks to you and ministers to you in such a way gives like a message yeah. you know and it, it, it tells you certain things that you need to advance in life. And I'm so grateful for that. How does that help you then, you think, in your personal life as well as in your business life, um, doing the gratitude every morning? It's, a, it's essential. It's essential. How does it help you? It, it, makes, it keeps me more focused. Okay. It makes me appreciate the little things because sometimes it's grounded, it keeps yeah. me grounded. And it makes me not too expectant. Okay. Because, you know, like we often say that expectation leads to frustrations. And sometimes as a, as a mompreneur or a, a mother or, so, you know, somebody starting up a business, we put so much expectation on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we, we set this to-do list and the tick box and we put deadlines on it. Yeah. But sometimes it's in life, it's, we cannot meet all expectations. You know, you have to be fully present at, with where you are mm -hmm. and embrace where you are celebrate where you are in order to now move to the next level of your life so for me that's essential so for me i don't expect to i'm not one of those people that says you know because like like always say expectation is a frustration so what happens if you put so much expectation on yourself and you haven't met the expectation what happens is you put yourself in a naughty corner mm -hmm. you start punishing yourself and when you start punishing yourself means that you're physically punishing yourself, you're emotionally punishing yourself, you're spiritually punishing yourself because you have not met the expectation that you set for yourself. And that will now down, downhill spiral do we, into depression. Do we set high expectations, you think? Yes, we do. We do. And as parents, we do. Um, you know, as I, it's something I constantly, and we do that, you know, like we have the discussion, we know we want our kids to do very well. Mm. We want our kids to be seen as great kids when they're out in public. It's not like our kids are not great kids, they're well brought up kids. But, you know, you know, when setting, we forget that our kids also, like, you know, like human beings, we all make mistakes, we're yeah. not perfect. You know, we all need to embrace our beautiful imperfections. We set expectation on our kids, and when our kids don't meet our expectation, we get frustrated and angry with them. We set expectation ourselves in terms of, okay, our physical appearance, you know, physique, you know, if I'm not a certain weight, you know, like that, you know, what we eat, you know, how we, how we are and how we function daily. Mm -hmm. So in a day, we are, we are constantly, constantly putting expectations expectation on ourselves and on our kids. Maybe. On our kids. Yeah. And the thing is, when you don't feel good within yourself, what happens is that energy drops off on the kids as well. Yeah, totally. And the whole environment, the whole household is tense. 
So if you also have a partner as well, mm -hmm. you know, that energy rubs off on your partner and you're not fully present with your partner. You're not fully loving to your partner. I'm great that you brought that point up because our next question or the next point that we're going on to yeah. is about relationships. Mm. And how uh, difficult is it as a single parent mm. doing their own business, mm. bringing up their own child mm. to then also make time for relationship, mm. find a partner? Mm. What is, what's your view on that? For me, I'm a great believer in there's so many seasons in our life. Mm -hmm. You cannot plant a seed and expect the seed to grow instantly. So if you plant several seeds, it takes time to grow. Yeah. So for me, it's like, again, it boils down to expectation. You know, in life, we want everything to happen at once. Mm -hmm. You cannot consume food quickly. No. When you consume food quickly, what happens? You get sick. Bloated. And you vomit. And you wouldn't appreciate the nutrients that you've taken in. Yeah. So for me, is you just eat slowly. You eat at an appropriate time. Mm -hmm. You eat slowly so that you, when it goes down in your system, you enjoy every single nutrient. Mm -hmm. So that's how I see life. At this present in time, yes, I mean, you see relationships like this. I see relationship too. Mm -hmm. Everything has a season. You know, for me as a mother, I have to be fully present for my child. Mm -hmm. I have to be fully present for my business. And because I'm fully committed in all those things, if I now commit myself in a relationship as well, again, I have to be fully present in that. So where does I need to fit in into this whole thing? Mm -hmm. I'm putting myself, committing myself to my daughter, I'm committing myself to my business, I'm committing myself to my partner. So I need to raise now, it's like I'm spread out. So if you were to meet someone mm -hmm. now, how would you integrate them into the model that you have created right now in your household? Right now, it's so all... say that you have no choice, but you see fall for them. You fall for them, this particular person. It, it's, How it, would you bring them into it? I mean, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, it's something, it's a, it's a discussion I was having, I've had with a few people, and they were saying, no, how do you know when you're ready yeah. to be, I think, when you know, when, when you're ready, you'll know. You'll know. Because your body will tell you. Your mind will tell you. The thing is, a lot of mistakes people make is rushing into something when you're not ready. And that's because they have expectations. They society. have expectations. The you society has expectations. Exactly. Like, society, family expectation. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, gradually, you, like I said, you have to consume slowly. Don't rush into things mm -hmm. because people said you should. Because when you rush into something when you're not ready, what happens is you abuse it. Yeah. You abuse it. And so, so what... <laughs> Oh, we have a, another we have guest a, on the show. Uh, yes, we have Gizmo. He's, uh, he's, he's barricading my questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so in terms of, what would you say from the life lessons, what have you learned from relationships? Relationships is important. Um, obviously, relationship comes with trust. Because, again, like I said, expectations. Everything tends to that come down to expectations. Yeah. You know? We expect so much from several people and so many people, and if they don't meet our expectations, we now disappointed. We get disappointed. Yeah. We get disappointed with ourselves. We get disappointed with the them. People, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, for 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 me as a as a person growing in life, because life is a journey. I'm going. I'm like I said to people. I'm driving a life. My is like driving a bus. Mm -hmm. Life is like a bus. So you're going on this journey. And along the journey, you're stopping at different bus stops. Mm -hmm. And people are coming into your bus. Mm -hmm. The ones that are meant for you will stay with you to the end of the journey. They will keep you company to the end of the journey. I believe that some people come into our life for a purpose. Some people come to stay. Some people just come to teach us and leave. Mm -hmm. And some people are just there for, I don't know, whatever reason. Um, for me in my life, I have driven a bus. I'm on my bus still, mm -hmm. and I have met some people, some people have popped onto my bus, mm -hmm. and I did not detest them being on my bus. You accepted them? I accepted them. Yeah. I embraced the, the, the lessons, because yeah. sometimes is some people, is, when, you're, when you are in something, relationship, and it all goes pear-shaped, mm -hmm. a lot of people beat themselves down, mm -hmm. and say, oh yeah, it didn't work, I'm a failure, it didn't work out, I'm a bad person, they are a bad person. For me, I like to see the good in everything. Everything. So you see as an opportunity to learn. To learn. So each person that has hopped onto my bus, I have taught, that's taught me a life-changing lesson. Because this is 
there's two ways of seeing everything. Yeah. You can either see it as, oh my God, mm. this person did this to me, did this yeah. to me. Or you can see it as, this person taught me this. Yeah. So I'm more wiser than I was. That's so you it. can see a thing as an opportunity or you can see it as a failure. Yeah. You choose that That's as a it. person, you decide that. That's and it. I think the, the better approach will always be to see it as an opportunity because everyone is teaching us something. That's everyone, yeah. good or bad. Exactly. Everything is an opportunity. That's it. So you've learned a few things. I've learned people who got on the bus. Yes. Yeah. You've learned, I've learned a few things. And it's not just also for my personal life as well. As it's taught me so much about even, you know, within my business as well, mm -hmm. how to interact with people. Because before I was very too, I was too trusting. Yeah. So trusting. Too trusting. And sometimes it's in life. It's a shame because there's nothing wrong with that. Isn't there's it? nothing wrong with trust. Yeah. No, because it, it was interesting because I was listening to um, the Super Soul Sunday um, podcast yesterday and they had um, Brené Brown. And she was talking about, she was doing, talking about her research on trust. And she, was, she told this story about her, her daughter. She came back from school, you know, distraught, you know, and very like, you know, disappointed. And, you know, she went to the daughter and said, oh, why, why, you know, why, why are you upset, darling? Mm. And, you know, she was expecting the daughter to say, she said to her, Mommy, I hate my friends. I don't like my friends. I'm disappointed in my friends. And she goes, oh, why, darling? Why? She goes, oh, because I shared some stuff with my friends. Mm -hmm. And they went out there and shared with other people. Oh. And obviously, broke they the trust, they broke the trust. So because of that, that has now dampened her experience with trust. And this will become then her blueprint for when she continues to grow well, into an Exactly. Yeah. So, and then, you know, and it was interesting how she, you know, and that now made her to do a research on, on trust. And yeah. it's so interesting because she was saying that, yes, we, as human beings, we're so eager to trust. We're so quick to trust. But in life, you have to be selective yeah. with who you trust. You have to be selective with who you bring close to you, or we keep an arm's length, or we just keep further up. How do you make a decision? Though? So, so you know, if you're seeing someone and they they're telling you all the nice things, you know, say for example, you meet a man mm. and they are saying all the right things to you, so you're listening to them and you're like, oh, this is lovely. I want to mm. hear all this. Mm. When do you make the decision to like, can I trust this person? I guess it's I think it all comes. Time? It comes with experience. Experience, yeah. It comes with experience. And also something to do with gut instincts. Well, it, it comes yeah. with it. I think everything comes with experience. Mm -hmm. You have to go through something in order to learn from it. Yeah. The thing is, if you're not wise enough, that's why I said there's a fundamental lesson. Is this as why well, then teenagers, would you say, make more, take more risks? Because they don't quite, they will trust everyone. They trust. There's no reason to trust them. Yeah. No one, apart yeah. from, they will definitely trust the same age people. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I mean, that's the stage as well, because at that age, you're learning, because, yeah. you know, they are building up, they are building, it's like they're on their, their yeah. life bus. Yeah. So, you know, you, sometimes, you, you know, that's why sometimes they make friends and they drop their friends. They yeah. pick up new friends, they drop their friends. They pick yeah. up their, so it's constantly, they're constantly, they're learning. they're learning and they're creeping them. Even, 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 even down to when even babies, toddlers. Yeah. They know a child will know who to come to to give a hug yeah. or who to know who not to give a hug. Totally. And you ask it to yourself, how can a child of that age know? It's because, again, they, they can feed. Yeah, the intuition. Yeah. And sometimes because of desperation, we don't listen to the intuition. Mm. Because, yeah, even though in our heart we think it's not this person is not quite right. You need to let this go. Yeah. But other things like society, emotions, yeah. the lack of love, yeah. or the desperation for getting someone yeah. will make us drive to get that. But even That's though it. in our heart something doesn't feel right. And you know, sometimes when you ask these women, some women, you know, why they are really in relationships, and you just tell them, okay, you know, why did you get into this relationship? Because from every, everybody else can see this is not right for Yeah. But for them. But for them, it, it is. It is. Yeah. And it they is. have to learn via the experience. That's again. it. And sometimes a lot of women are in denial of yeah. their truth. Because they don't want the society to perceive them. Yeah, completely. As being a loner. You know, especially with women. You know, I had that there's a, a young lady, a mentor. And interesting. <laughs> I love her to bits. But, you know. <laughs> I thought I just feel like I, I feel like I'm going, I need to go there and just like smack her in the head like, you know, it's like every single man that she meets, you know, she suddenly, oh my God, he might be the one. He's the one. He's the one. I said, listen, 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 listen. I said, look. Because what's happening here, they're just looking for the next Yeah, person. it's like. And also not actually asking her, what is, what are you looking for? That's the because thing. If you love yourself. You don't love, need, you don't, don't need anybody need to that. fulfill you because no. the love is exactly. within you. And it was interesting because when I asked her, okay, so why are you making the rush decisions that you're making? You did? I asked her. Interesting. What and then she get? said to me, oh, well, my time clock is ticking. Ah, so, so society pressure. Yeah, my time clock is who ticking. decides the time clock? That's what I'm saying. I said, that's what I said to her. I said, there's no expiration day. Yeah. 
You know, you hear of women yeah, that you, give you birth at age when 60. You die. That's it. So until then, you carry you on. You carry on. And I, she, it's about having a baby now. Well, she said, she said having the baby, and she said about family pressure as well. So, you know, she's seen her friends getting married. So due to society, we're making a decision that's that it. that's not the right decision that's for it. us. Exactly. And it was interesting because, and most people you know, she did, she did date a few of them. And, you know, and interesting, when I gave her the advice, I said, to her, okay, I'm going to tell you what I think based on experience, but I'm not one to tell you what to do. Mm. You go ahead and do this, but good luck. And it's interesting. I said to her, and I'm sure if all goes patient, they're not going to come to me to tell me that it's going to be patient. Yeah. But it's interesting, she still came back to me and said to me, I've got something to tell you. You know that thing you said is actually true. And I said to her, yes, because yes, you are so, when, when you are so desperate for something, somebody can see it. Yeah. You and give out the wrong signal. Yeah, and they can now tell you what you want to hear yeah. to feed your excitement. Completely. And then, but if you take the time out to say, okay, take yourself out of the excitement and analyze it from a different point of view and say to yourself, realistically, in all honesty, am I in this for the right reason or am I in this because of desperation? Is my love equating to desperation? Do I really love, Do I love this person? Do I want to be with them? Ex Do I want to enter a relationship exactly. versus a society pressure? Exactly. And by the time she said, I said to her, listen, if, if you don't love yourself, if you don't, if you if you don't love yourself hundred percent, and love and respect are very similar. Respect similar. yourself. If yeah. you don't love and respect yourself hundred percent, what's going to happen is you're going to be looking for somebody else to love and respect you. And guess what? Everybody is on their own life journey. Nobody will right. give you the hundred percent attention totally. you want because they too are also looking working on themselves. Yeah. So it's a bit selfish if you go to somebody <coughs> and say, okay, I don't love myself hundred percent. I love myself forty percent. But I want you to give me the eight, the sixty percent love mm. that that is missing. It's a lot of pressure on yeah, someone. Totally. It's too much. So what happens is we expect that of somebody. And I said to people that the most important thing you can ever do for yourself is love yourself hundred percent. When you love yourself hundred percent, guess what happens? You begin to attract the like-minded people. Correct. Totally. That is has also worked on themselves. That also have that hundred percent love for themselves. And what happens is when both of you come together, you're not expecting anything of each other. You are working together as partners. And enjoying each other's company. Company. <clears throat> and enjoying each other's, uh, what do they like? What do I like? Exploring. Exactly. So, okay. That's, so how do you self-love? What is, what is, how do you do it? Someone's listening to our, our podcast here today. How should they? What should, what's their first step? Self-love. Taking time for yourself. Take out time for yourself. Take deep, deep out searching here, isn't it? Yes, take out some time for, and I don't mean because a lot of people say self love. They're like, oh yeah, go do my hair, go do my nails. That's yes, it's all good. That's yeah. self care. But self love is within. Mm -hmm. It's an inner work you have to do. Like I said, you have to plant a seed. You love the seed. You water the seed. You patiently wait for the seed to grow into the full beauty that it is. And that's yourself. That's yourself. You are a tree. Yeah, you're a, you are once a seed. How we came into this world, we were once a seed mm -hmm. that was planted, that is now growing into the full tree that we are. But just because we're grown full tree doesn't mean we stop loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. You have to keep loving yourself. You have to keep working internally. I mean, watering the fertilizer. Mm -hmm. You have to keep fertilizing. Keep the, yeah, yeah, keep loving. And it's not just about trimming the leaves and you know trimming the dead leaves of the tree and maybe you know that you know what, what do you think of um, many women might be listening to this saying well i have kids now you know i've got time to love myself i have to love my kids i have to love my partner i don't know where i fit in and it's more from a, what may sound like a martyr mm. behavior mm. so martyr rather than a mother mm. so when you so as a person we then change our position to mother mm. actually we change because we've had kids, mm. and we may get married and we, we may become a wife mm. from being a daughter, yeah. from being a child of someone else's, mm. then we have our own child. Yeah. How do you continue to sort of give yourself that same attention? Because when you're in your 20s and mm. you haven't met anyone, mm. you do everything for yourself. Mm -hmm. You mm. love yourself, yeah, yeah, you look yeah. after yourself. Yeah. Um, but as you grow older and mm. you have other relationships coming into your life, mm. how do you continue to love yourself? Firstly, 
If you don't love yourself, you cannot give love to anybody. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself, I don't care whether you've been with a person for 20 years. If you don't love yourself, you cannot give love to anybody. Because your own definition, because if you don't know what the definition of love is for yourself, how can you now give other people? You, in fact, you've lost the com you've lost the definition of love mm -hmm. because you're giving your own definition of love to your partners because you don't know what your full definition of love is. Because if you if you don't love yourself, then what happens is you're giving your is is an energy. You're giving your children what your energy thinks. You know, it's like okay, if I say I love myself fifty percent, there's no way you're gonna give your children hundred percent love. You give your children 50% love of what you're giving to yourself because that's what you've given to yourself. And, so, and so how do you, um, do you have a daughter? Mm -hmm. 30, 13 30, and a half. 30, oh, well, so how do you give her love? How do you, as a single parent, obviously, mm. you've got to do the business, mm. you've got to then bring her up, mm. you've got to teach her everything. Mm -hmm. um, Dominically, you are the main carer. Mm. How do you balance that? How do you balance the love between yourself mm. and giving her the love? My daughter is on her own journey. She's on her own journey of self-discovery. She's on her own journey of um, loving herself. Mm. Her own definition of love is different from my own definition of love. We are both working on each other. So it's like we are meeting each other here. Okay. So she's watched me grow in my own version of love and grow into my own full version of love. And the fact that you're working on a, your own passion mm. is one big example of self-love. That's it. Like, you haven't gone out and got a job somewhere else. Yeah. You've decided to work on your passion yeah and you've sacrificed a lot of things to yeah. work on your passion because that feeds your soul yeah so here's a big example of yeah. self-love yeah right there as yeah exactly you. exactly so your daughter's obviously got a great role model in that mm -hmm. way she's watching her mother do what she loves mm -hmm. to do mm -hmm. every single day mm -hmm. hence the hours you're putting in because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like work to you yeah you literally love i love what i do creating those That's beautiful it. pieces yeah um in, in terms of uh lots of people would love to hear this in terms of your daughter coming from is a teenage daughter mm, now, and mm. there's a, a hot topic at the moment mm. that for the friends that mm. the people I've been seeing, mm. it's about how do you deal with the different dynamics mm. when it comes to becoming a teenager. Mm. Uh, so we, we've both got teenager kids; mm. they it's been a year now they're, mm. they're into their teenage yeah. uh, phase. Mm. How how have you found that journey? It's challenging. We had that discussion yesterday. Yeah, it's challenging, and. The era when I was a teenager, teenager is different from now. And I know like we always say that, oh yeah, we cannot look at how we were brought up. In my blog I said, um, there's a section there that says, stop saying, in my days. In my days. Because yeah. it's not your days. Exactly. So we're, we're, yeah, yeah. We, we, it's got it's the technology. We can, we can only use what we know. That's so it. Our blueprint is what we know. Exactly. So we're finding it quite challenging because things are so different. Yeah. We never had the iPads or pods or games. Not yeah. Beyond. Yeah. We didn't have children talking back to us that's it we consider that we, we would have get get a slap or exactly. we would have got real hard punishment yeah. yeah that's not allowed sort of you know that's not looked upon nicely yeah it? and also the reaction from a child isn't great yeah so you know that transition of what you've learned yeah with your mom who brought you up quite strictly yeah I, I believe yeah to now you're trying to find a balance between your daughter yeah. to find that how do you find that and I'm, I'm the interesting thing is um i'm learning from her from your daughter yeah i'm learning because when I brought the, the era when I was, I sound so old. The era, the, the time I was brought up is different. Yeah. So, you know, technology is different. In fact, behaviors was different. Discipline was different. There wasn't much choice, was there? There was no more choice. Now there's so you much choice. We did a few now. things and that was it. I, we did a few things. We did a few things. In fact, like, you know, talk about technology. We didn't have any, like, iPads and things no. that they have, you know. Even when we were... We just watch TV. Yeah. And I mean, for us then, you know, discipline was go wash up the dishes. Yeah. Or go sweep the compound. Or go fetch water. Or do something. Which is something now that if we tell our teenage kids to do that, they'll be like, oh my gosh, that is abuse. Abuse. That yeah. is abuse. Or you take the iPad away from them and they'll be like, oh my gosh, no. You know. So I'm having to kind of like, change my narrative and how I view 
change your almost challenge your own blueprint yeah i'm learning every day it's like every day is you see something new about them i'm thinking oh my god where did that come from like every day is completely new this is like a year ago if my son was up till 1:45 in the morning mm. i would have gone barging in and perhaps shouted yeah because i'm thinking what and my reason for shouting mm. when i look back was yeah because i was worried why is he not getting enough sleep mm. My reason for shouting wasn't that he's up, it's because he's going to get ill. Yeah. He's not going to be able to function the next yeah. day. Yeah. And how dare he stays up? Yeah. He's just out for the However, when I go up, so last night when I went up to him and said, why are you up still? He just said, I don't know, I can't sleep. Yeah. So my view, I thought, this is it. I've got to take the answer. Then, yeah. And I can't raise And you have to be, you have to in remember. The, in the middle of the night, you don't want a scene or yeah. drama. So mm. I had to almost like change me mm. and accept what was given to mm. me. Give him a kiss goodnight, shut the door mm. and hope that he will sleep. So yeah. he's all right for the night. And the thing is, they will sleep. They, know, they do know and how they to do manage it. They yeah. a lot of sleep, don't they? They do. They really do. But they, you know, the thing is, is we also have to be respectful towards them as well. They are also human beings. I mean, I have my daughter said sometimes tell me, oh, well, the way you speak to me, you have no respect and give, you know, you, she said, oh, you ask, you want respect, but you're not willing to give me respect. You know, that kind of thing. And actually, at the time, I think it actually is true because I cannot want something. If I don't give it. If I don't give it. Correct. But this is some deep thinking going on here, isn't it? So what yeah. about a parent that's rushing? What about a parent that has a younger sibling as well? Mm. Mm. You know, they might be missing out on this information. Mm. All they can see is my teenage is a monster. All mm. they can see is my teenage is, is the thing Is the way the society is put in? Is the way the everybody... The relationship can break down if you Let don't me, In all honesty, you know, it's like... You know, you know when, when you hear something so, so many times, it sticks. Mm -hmm. You have to be... That's why sometimes you have to be careful what you allow in your mind zone, in your thoughts zone. What should you be listening and looking at? What you should be looking and listening, listening at. Yeah. You have to have people that impact you in like in the good role models, like yeah. good people that you can bounce off ideas with or you know interact with that you can now in a way emulate. Yeah. You know, as role models. And I'm not saying that you should copy them because everybody else's parenting way skills is different, but you can look to them for inspiration and say, Okay, I like how they do this, I like how they do that. Maybe I, now I'm having to obviously view of course, but I'm having to now my mother now because I'm now looking at her. She too was a single mom, working mm. mom. And whilst I was growing up, and she made a lot of sacrifices for myself and my siblings. And whilst I was growing up as a child, I didn't understand why she did certain things. Would it make you angry? It made me, yeah. yeah. I felt like, you know, I, you know, why did she do that? I felt like, okay, she didn't want me. But later on, as it, it takes a single mother to appreciate, to another, appreciate another single mother. Completely. So I am now in her shoes mm -hmm. and I can now feel as a mother, oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking. This is how she was feeling. Yeah. She was doing this all this by herself. It took for you to ask the question it took and for you to go through the same experience that's it so when um, your daughter was i don't know 12 mm. there was no need for this conversation mm -mm. but as the need has grown mm. because you're being challenged hard yeah but with yeah. a different aspect that being thrown at you yeah you try to explore yeah like, okay what's going on yeah and that's a brilliant thing really to it's a really really good point is if you are struggling with something is to sit in the feeling for a for a while yeah to understand what's going on yeah would you not say yeah that? yeah yeah so, um, I mean, the thing is, is you need to ask a lot of questions as yeah. well. Yeah, and also sitting in their thought and thinking, okay, why is my daughter being like that? Mm. Why is my son behaving like that? Mm. Think first before mm. reacting. Mm. I think that's the really Well, you know, thing. sometimes as well is our mother, you know, sometimes it's a lot of the things we're fearful of in our children is something that we haven't dealt with in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So a lot of mothers is if you are not... Um, if you're dealing with insecurities yeah, of, your own. of your own that you so haven't gonna, worked with, yeah. then what happens is you now pick up on the insecurities of your own children mm. and you now blow it up because you haven't now dealt with. Okay, so challenging environment with teenager, mm. you, you are trying to understand what's going on in between running your business. So mm. Remember, you just want your children to do what you ask them to do. That's it. Can you just clean the dishes? Don't have to say again, mm. but that's not the case. Not You're going to have to remind them daily. Yes. Do you know what that is actually? It's really, uh, we talked about this, a prefront, 
their prefrontal cortex is yeah. not developed mm. and they cannot make decisions. Yeah. So they find it really hard to make decisions, which yeah. means they might say, okay, I'm going to do it and yeah. then something else will distract them. Yeah. Then they'll do it. Yeah. So that's why they have to be reminded a lot more. It's to do almost it. like an 80 year old brain. But you know, it's interesting because, you know, I, although I have a giant of a child, you know, she's a tall, she's taller than her average age mate. And I tend to forget that she's actually a child. Just because you're seeing the physical appearance. Yeah, I actually, and I'm thinking, I'm saying to myself, okay, well, why, why don't you wash the dishes? Why don't you do this? Why? Financially, and I'm like thinking, and as she's washing the plates, and I'm sitting out there, I'm actually looking at her, and I'm thinking, actually, this is a 13-year-old child. Mm. She might look like a giant, but the average 13-year-olds are small. Yeah. And it's like, and they're not fully, they're maturing. But you they can know, still wash dishes, can't they? They can still wash dishes. But they are ch a child. They're not the same as you. They're so not the, yeah, so they're, they're not going to do it the same no, way we want it you're done. you're saying, oh, I do, I've done this, so you need to do that. Yeah. That's probably not the right comparison. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, chores they are given and they should have some boundaries. Exactly. That's, yeah, totally, yeah. totally what we, we, we talk about. Don't yeah, we? yeah. Okay, so that brings me to mm. my next question. Mm. So we've talked about teenagers, we've talked about children and cultivating mm. Is having more children on your agenda? Would you would you, you would you fit that in your busy lifestyle? Would you would you, what would you like? Well, with anything, with anything, if well, when it comes, you're equal to the task, isn't it? You can do it. You're like you know you know some people you know, people say oh I cannot do this because I'm not ready or I am not ready to be a mother. But you don't know to be, do that thing and then you learn from it. Mm -hmm. you, you your body and your mind equips you for the role. So you would do it if you if you of mess course. Up. I mean, I mean, right? I'm to me realist realistically. I, I'm not saying that my expectations are high, yeah. but I know what I want in a relationship, and I'm not gonna settle until you until I find that. Yeah, because I don't want to be a person that hops into a relationship and hops out of it, and hops into a relationship and hops out. Not only is that affecting my mental state, I have to remember that I have a child I'm bringing you up. No longer by yourself. That, exactly, yeah. that I have a child I'm supposed to be a role model for, and I don't want her to think that in life you have to be hopping in, and I've learned from my past mistakes, mm -hmm. and I don't want past history repeating itself. But I've come to the realization, because a lot of women th don't think this way, a lot of women don't think this way because everybody feels that they have to be attached to someone. You've done a lot of soul searching, haven't you? Yes. A lot of people think that you have to be attached to someone. And it comes down to the real honesty that sometimes maybe you are not meant to be with someone. A lot of women will probably say, oh, no, don't say that. But in actual fact, it is. You've heard, you've heard some women that have actually been on their own without no partners, without no kids. And they've served the world with their brilliance. And it doesn't make them Absolutely. any lesser person. No, totally. So their love, they've given their love it's to not, so many it's people. It's not a need that was wasn't their primary need. They are self-fulfilled. I mean, like I said to people, when you came into this world, you came in on your own. And you go in by yourself. And you're going by yourself. <clears throat> when you came in here, when you now meet somebody, you're meeting somebody to work alongside with Enhance them. your already great relationship. Exactly. Not to, not to own you. Exactly. Because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I need somebody to own me. I need somebody to, to be in my life, to fulfill me, to complete me. You're already complete, my darling. Completely, yeah. So what's your view on, um, so we talked a lot about relationships and mm. children here, body confidence. Now, mums that are actually busy, mm. they keep, you know, I don't know if you know, if you've, you might have done this yourself, as mm. a busy mum myself, I have tried various diets, mm. various exercise regimes, mm. just constantly trying to become a size that I used to be, be living in the past. Yeah. What's your view on that? First of all, you cannot rewind. You have to keep moving forward. And you cannot keep moving forward and still looking through the red, red view mirror. It doesn't, you're so gonna why get is there such a desire to become the pre-baby size? You cannot and be. Ten years later, we you cannot be pre. Listen, if you like, I said you cannot be driving. When you're driving, you're supposed to be focused on the road. You cannot be looking through the rear mirror all the time. You can have a quick look. You can have a quick look behind you and look away. But if you keep looking, what's gonna happen is you're gonna crash. And when you crash, what happens? You're dead. So the same thing in life, women. Accept where you are. Don't stop looking, looking at the past. Yes, 
There's a season. Why does a society accept after you've had a child? You're supposed to have a snapback. So it's like I always use the analogy of the balloon. Mm. If you've got a balloon, brand mm. new, it's mm. nice and tight, isn't it? Mm. You don't blow in it. Mm. If you blow to its full potential, mm. you then let it out. Mm. Okay, even, even if you let it out after mm. five minutes, mm. the balloon is never going back in of the same shape, not. is it? Of course. That's not. just the, the real life. But the thing so is, so why are women doing that? And the sad thing is that mum's already busy. Mm. So you got two kids, one kid. You're working. Mm. You are making sure the house is clean. You're mm. trying to figure out what healthy foods you, do, mm. you should provide. You've got tantrums. You've got trying to put up with your husband. Mm. He. May be working away, so you really are a single parent. Yeah. You then, in the midst of all, are trying a diet. <laughs> too much expectation, isn't it? Comes out to expectation, yeah. and guess what happens when you have too much expectation? It leads to frustration. So you end up doing a, a, a diet for a week, so you and lose then it doesn't. Pounds, and then you binge. Exactly. You know, Until you get it, so upset, you start drinking all, every night to release the down To simple two word self love. You won't do that to yourself, you say, if you are, if you accept yourself. This self-love is the medicine for everything. When you still love yourself and you respect yourself, you look after yourself. Mm. It's like when you feel good, you look good. When you feel good and look good, you attract more good things mm. in your life. So you surround so yourself you with need the positivity. To, yes, you need to work within yourself. You know, the thing is, you, you see some big women, big voluptuous women they love themselves so much that it doesn't care how big they are they love themselves they look radiant they look radiant they are glowing they are positive they carry themselves well, they carry themselves well. and yeah. the thing is the most essential thing they know what to eat mm -hmm. what not to eat i think we all know now don't we There's exactly so much out there, and right? they know what to do in terms of physical exercises because nobody has to tell them because they know that they want to feel good and look good nobody's pressuring them no they're not listening to the outside noise. They're not listening to what the media says. They're not listening to what the, the latest craze is, the, the latest craze diet is. Because they've loved themselves and they're do going, they doing what feels good with them. Is that you? Yeah. Are you one of them? Tell us yeah. how you keep your, um, your body confidence regime in place. Obviously, like I, like you said, like I said, you, you know, as a seed, you have to keep watering the plant. What do you do to do that? Oh my gosh, first of all, my, mind, my mindset needs to be checked. That growth, gratitude really helps you. It, it does. And in terms of physicality? Oh, I have to hit the gym. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you I know, I know. That's the, that's the big you question. You have to create time. Yeah. Again, when well, you, you think about people say I don't have time. No, there's time. Is that an excuse? It's an excuse. You can find time. The thing is, you can find time. The thing is, where a lot of people find comfort in excuses, and they will keep, what happens is, if you keep making excuses, it's like lying to yourself because that's what it is. Mm. You're lying to yourself. If you're lying to yourself, what happens is you keep you can never stop because you keep lying to cover more lies, to cover more lies. So sometimes you just and have then to you say to yourself, you must tell yourself you, you can't do it. There is time. Okay, there's 24 hours in a day. Everyone's got the same. They every exactly your brain, your body is no different from other people out there hitting the gym and doing something active. Yeah. It's just saying to yourself, priority, exactly, it, it comes out against self-love. It's just saying to yourself, okay, out of 24 hours, I'm giving so many time for my husband. Giving so many time, I'm giving myself away, and it's like a slice of cake. I know it's actually amazing. You're giving everybody each slice. Everybody is taking out a slice, and then you're just left there with the crumbs. You know, are you going to... Keep something for yourself? You have to keep something for yourself. Yeah. You have to make, save yourself a slice before giving everybody else a slice of cake. So... If you're giving two hours to your partner, mm -hmm. three hours to your kid, take, even if it's just 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes will not do no harm. Would you say working out at home or going You can work, even if it's just simple thing as just walking. Mm -hmm. Start with that. Start with you that. Don't do anything. Walking is good because when you're walking, even if you don't have a dog, if you don't have any pets, whatever, yeah. just walking because when you're walking, you're, ex you're exploring the landscape around you. Mm -hmm. You're breathing in fresh air. It does you a lot of good. So good for mind. And you're embracing, and you're embracing the, and you know, when you go out there, if you're sitting at home thinking, okay, uh, the world is falling apart on you, everything is happening, everything, nothing, nothing is going right, you just take reflect. a moment, go out there, yeah. walk around, and embrace the beauty around you. Look around. You've got free air. And just be present in the moment. Just be present in the moment. 
because you're so involved in what's happening. You know, there's so much to be grateful for. That's why I said to you, you know, we need to be so grateful for a lot. We we are not grateful you, people. So what do you do then in terms of your body uh, exercise? Do you go to the gym? Okay, a lot of people say something. You also people have to be careful because I'm happy. I think the gym gets a bad rap. Mm. Fitness gets a bad rap. Is choosing something that works for you mm. that I you're going to speak to. Before, didn't we? Yeah. I am not a gym. I said of. Oh, have you tried lots of different things and come to a conclusion that this works for you now? Yeah. So but to be honest with you, I, I mean, I, I am not much of a um, lifting, going on a treadmill, I having a strict regime of pulling weights. Everything is kind of like. <laughs> I mean, I'm the every day or now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything is so planned. You're not a gym junkie. Nah, everything. I'm not. I'm not a planned thing. You know, sometimes you know, because when you're planning something like that, a strict plan, when you deviate from that, that is when you now start feeling rotten about yourself. So you are flexible in your. I'm flexible. So for what I do, I mean, I started off going to the gym with myself and my daughter, but now I realize, hang on, it's become a chore. Has it? It became a chore of I mean, going to the gym and using the machines. I mean, right. It became a chore, and I found myself making excuses uh, because I thought, "Oh God, oh no, I have not go walk on a treadmill." Oh my gosh! I mean, everybody else is different. Yeah. But when I said to myself, "Okay, I'm going to this gym. What what other services or programs does this gym have that I can go and I can enjoy? Yeah. That will also make me feel good and look good, mm -hmm. and I'm also working out, and I'm also I'm not in it to lose weight. I'm in it to enjoy it." And now tone up certain areas whilst I'm having fun. So it don't it doesn't look like a chore yeah. or hard work. And I thought, hang on, they've got some classes. Yeah. And I looked around and saw while some classes are too much for me, everybody's different because the classes are built for different body yeah. types. And I said to myself, okay, oh on Monday I can do body pump. Body pump is a workout with weights. Mm -hmm. You see, I will not take myself to the gym gym. To lift weights but you are happy but i'm happy to be amongst so yeah. like-minded women and men yeah in a very happy joyful environment right. and we're all lifting weights it's, 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 it's about the mind because the weight i wouldn't lift it was if i was in gym gym i'm lifting i'm piling up like five putting two kg you know five kg two five no, 10, 10 kg weight on one end of my weight, and that 10 kg, and I'm pulling big weight. So in, in total, it's 20 I'm pulling. Wow. And I'm putting it on my back, I'm squatting, yeah. and I'm lifting it up, I'm doing, I'm doing sit-ups. So if you see, and one hour of that, I've worked on my entire body. How do you feel after? I feel good. I've sweated. I feel so good because I feel like I'm in a club and I'm working out. And for me, I'm now planning for my next class. Because you're happy. Because I'm happy doing so you it. You have found a regime because you have prioritized yourself. That's it. Point of view. How about nutrition? How do you manage that? Nutrition is. I remember. I think was it you that said it, or I can't remember who said it. It's like um, they say. Is it eighty percent in the kitchen mm -hmm. and twenty percent in the gym? That's a, that's a saying. However, that's a saying. But however, that's everybody that's else, everybody yeah. is different. Yeah. You know, again, expectation leads to foster. That's what they think. That's why a lot of people go into diet yeah. and they're kind of like, uh, they're trying to do different you diet? Things. No. And I hate to call it diet. I don't diet. I eat what I like to eat. And I enjoy eating what I like to eat. Because I feel my body deserves good things. I don't put myself in a naughty corner and say, okay, you're a bad girl for eating pizza, you shouldn't eat pizza. You're a bad girl for drinking this, you shouldn't drink. I enjoy it because my body yearned for it at that moment. Mm -hmm. I cannot deprive my body for yearning something, for, you know, for yearning something. If it's, if it's, if it's good. Naturally, you know. Yeah, you treat yourself. But the thing is, as you're eating it, you eat it in moderation. Eat everything, but eat in small amounts. In moderation. Yeah. Moderation, don't eat too much and consume too much. Then you now start thinking oh feeling gosh safe, it's not feeling safe like thinking oh god i feel so bad i feel so fat if you want to eat to be honest with you let me be honest with you if i can have three slices of pizza i will have it and i know some people think mm, i enjoyed it mm -hmm. but i know deep down that the next day i booked myself to shazam shabam class mm -hmm. shabam class a dance class and I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna sweat. I'm gonna dance it. And that, that thing, that food I probably ate would have come, come out of my system because 
I've worked it out. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that I eat pizza every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean I eat pizza but every day. But you're okay to have a, a treat. Treat not... once in a while. But so, you're, just... so you're not constantly worrying about your weight. You're not constantly worrying no, about how you look. No, no. You're not constantly worrying about what size you need to get into. No. Or your pre-baby. No, I'm not so into all that. So you're the shackles. Oh, um, God. Do you ever step on a scale? Of course not. You don't step the on a scale. The only time I use scale is when I'm weighing pieces I'm trying to post up to my clients. Awesome. So I don't step scales on scales. Or... And I even tell my daughter, do not step on scales. Do not step on scales. And I even say the obvious, I said to her, listen, we are all built differently. Mm. It's just about loving Jeez. yourself. Okay, so my next question mm. is, how do you plan your day? Because mm. as busy mums, we never have enough time to fit everything. What actually happens is, we end up feeling guilty and a failure as a mother because we haven't completed all our tasks. How do you plan your day or your week and how do you get everything done set achievable tasks okay well tell us your what do you do do you plan anything on sunday do you how do you shop how do you how do you do things so for me because i work full-time and i'm a mother full-time it's not the 37.5 hour but i managed to fit everything in a day yeah but the thing is what i cannot finish in a day there's tomorrow I can do that tomorrow. So you don't put yourself under that pressure? Oh, no. What is the most important things you must do in a day? Be fully present for myself and my daughter. So that's your priority on top of your list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if I'm not fully present for myself or my daughter, then I'm lying to myself in order to now fulfill other needs mm -hmm. or other things. Of other people? Yeah. Which are not the priority? They're not my priority. So in terms of your career then, mums mm. that have gone back to work or thinking about going back to work, mm. there's that big thing, isn't it? When you go back to work, you may not get the same position you were on mm. as a woman mm. because you are going in with a different proposition mm. that I want part-time hours, I want mm. certain hours to fit mm. in with my kids. Mm. I guess you haven't had to do that. But no. did you go through that once upon a time oh, yeah. and hence you decided to kind of go towards your yeah. business? Yeah. Tell us about that. So before I got married, in my single days, when I finished um, my, my university training as a textile designer, I did work as a freelancer. Mm -hmm. So I was traveling everywhere. Traveling, doing Milan, doing so many places, mm -hmm. doing shows. When I got married, obviously priorities changed. Like I said, <laughs> certain people love make you do a lot of silly things. Love makes you give, sacrifice a lot of things. And that's also a lesson I've learned as well because you have to go through something to be able to have yeah. a breakthrough so that changed my perspective my because i said to myself okay the season where i was being anita and traveling around the world and living a single life has changed it's time for me to now embrace another season of my life which is now a wife mm -hmm. and then not so long after that mother. a mother so i have to now find a way of balancing everything so that mm -hmm. everybody else is that is I'm serving with my love is happy so at one point before I had my daughter I was still before actually I had my daughter I was still working I was working I was working as a freelancer I was working in Harrods I was you know it was I was still doing that but after a while I said to myself the commuting if I have a child if I'm planning to if I'm planning to have a child the commuting I cannot be doing this it's not, not be doing, it's yeah. not practical. Everything is regimented. Mm -hmm. You wake up at a certain time like a zombie. You have a shower at a certain time. You're looking at the time when you're having breakfast. You leave the house at a certain mm -hmm. time to now be at the car park at a certain time. You need the train is at a certain time. And when you miss the train, you're like, oh my gosh, I missed the train. You're looking at the clock again. Oh my God, what's the next day? Train. But it's going to get to me. Like robots. Like everything is... Mm -hmm. And most people live like And that. it's interesting because now I've pulled away from that. And I go to the train, you know, to the train station. It's like robots. Everybody is like a robot. It's like somebody is controlling them. If they're like little they're characters like, in they're the like game. Little, yeah, like a computer game. You yeah. know, like it's, to me, it's like a computer game. They are all like, and it's like it's interesting because when you now see them in the car park, it's like practically, it's like oh, they are all closing their car. They are called at the same time. Park the car. Park the car. Walk to the yeah. station. Yes. What did you say? You're on magic. And you see the same faces 
all the time. Yeah. You have, hello, morning. Yes, we meet again. Hi, have a good day. And then you, you're all queuing up in the same queue to get your coffee. And you're all standing there in the train station looking at the screen. Okay, next. And then they say, oh, yeah, it's interesting when they say, okay, the, the train is cancelled. You all hear the all the samples. <sighs> at once. <sighs> The and then when they say the train is standing on platform one, everybody is running. Watch, yeah. And they are all running. They are all squeezing themselves yeah. to now get themselves because they are all looking the at the time that they have to get. They plan themselves. They have to get to the underground at a certain time. They have to be clocking to the office at a certain time. And this was you, I can take it. That was one time. And I look at them. How many and I'm years thinking, did you do that for? God, I did that for good, like three, four years. Wow. And I was like, no, no. And actually what made me change my mind, I said to myself, no, I can't be doing Even when I had my daughter, I was like, okay, I can still do that. Was when my ex-husband was, again, he too was following that same regimented mm -hmm. kind of thing. And when they had the London bombing. Oh, 2007? Yeah, around that time, because I just had Sahara. Yeah, Sahara yeah. was about um, two? two years old. And again... He was doing exactly, I would say, every like a robot. And the train he nearly got on was the train that blew, blew wow. up. So, and I said to myself, okay. And then he left the train. He was now going to go get the bus to now go to that same job that he needed to be at the time, at that time. So he's taking himself in the, in the, the net, in the road. To Just trying to be, you know, to, to go to serve somebody yeah. else, you yeah. know, to make somebody happy. The bus he got on. As he got on the bus, the bus in front of him blew up. Wow. You know, they had the, the, the train and they had the bus. And I was like, you know what, nah, I cannot be doing this. Yeah. Am I going to risk my life to make somebody, to fulfill somebody else's take on their own, on their own timeline? Time she didn't say, oh yeah, I need to come into the work. She did this today, tick. And then the next day, I'm doing the same thing for five days a week. I said, nah. I said no. And I said to myself, there's more to this. So that's when you made that decision? That's when I made the decision. Wow. I said no. I, before I became a mother, before I became a, uh, before I became a wife, before I became a mother, I had something that I was doing. Go back to that thing that I was doing. Yes, it's not going to be easy. I might not be making the money I was making then. But I, if I keep working on it, you will. I will. And you do now. Uh, I won't. I, I'm, I'm happy. I am happy. You know, not a lot of people say that they enjoy what they do mm -hmm. and they enjoy going to work. Mm -hmm. I enjoy, and I, when I tell people I'm deeply, passionately in love with what I do, it's amazing. How, so you found the gift, mm. that we all come here with a gift, mm -hmm. and you found yours, mm. and you're serving the yeah. nation with that gift. Mm. People listening to this, busy mums, mm. they, they may think that the idea of finding their own gift is so far reach, mm. so far out of their reach that mm. they might, can't even consider. Mm. What would you say to the mum that's listening? And mm. how, if she's listening to this and she's like, I like the idea of giving up the corporate mm. and I want to find something that I love to do, mm. what would you say to that mum? How should she? What's the first step? Listen to yourself. Again, that's I cannot say that again. How do they know what they're good at? By paying attention to yourself. Mm. Very important point listening to yourself because we are so busy that we think we're not good at anything that we're so it's like fast food you know everything fast paced fast life fast food fast everything is fast and, and where where's everyone going exactly destination what of no end what's the rush it's a big question to us yeah what's the rush who said what? we have to be where in a rush going? yeah who, 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 who is making who's turning us into robots ourselves yeah we have no one you have the you have the power to change yeah. that you so have the power. Do they need to pay attention themselves? Pay attention because the thing is, in the moment of where you are busy serving other people and being the hero to everybody else, you've lost yourself. Mm -hmm. And you've become a people pleaser. You've become a people pleaser. So even within that, there might be things that you really enjoy. So that's what I'm saying. If they're looking, if whatever if you, work if you do, pay what, what do you like doing? If you pay attention to yourself, your body and your intuition and your mind will tell you, calm down. Don't go be looking. Don't go looking. There's something the in right you. That's right there. That's right there. You just have to just be loyal you just and just unwrap surrender. Your gift. Unwrap your gift. Yeah, unwrap your gift because your life is a gift to you. It's what they call a present day. Every day is a present to you. Mm -hmm. 
You don't have to get a present from somebody else. No. You're your own present. You do. You can go buy what you want. You're your do own present. You you're, you're your own present. You are there. You need to be present to open up your present. You have to be fully present to open up your present. You don't have to wait for Christmas to open up your present. Every day, every second, every moment is present for you to open your present. Have you, in your life, have you done something of, that wasn't jewelry-based uh, or creativity-based mm. that you thought, oh God, that's so not me? Because you're so, you've, you're so involved in the jewelry making that you fit mm. in like a glove. Mm. You know, when you take you out, is mm. it like a, a round... Uh, ball trying to fit in a square peg. Have you tried different jobs? I mean, to, I'm very lucky. I find that over the years, even when I was growing up, even in my teenagers, when I was old enough to work, you've always done something with jewelry. I have always done so. Apart from that, oh, serving people. Okay. Serving people. Serving people because it also ties in with your creativity. My creativity. Your passion. So, and your gift. Exactly. So if you're a servant, because I believe that we are all here to serve mm. ourselves and to serve people. With our masteries and our gifts. I started off selling in Yankee land, mm -hmm. selling chips and burgers. Mm -hmm. That was serving people. You know, when you engage with people and speaking to people every day, hello, good morning, how you all doing today? You become like family, become like family to you. Oh my god, what are you having today? Oh my god, chips with chili. Is that that feeds feeds your soul, that bit? That's it's a, serving. So it's, not, it's not that you're food giving, because it's that you're serving. Sometimes people think it's money. Money is not everything. It's nothing. Money is like absolutely nothing. Money is nothing. Money is serving people. And we all have it. That is why we all have that gift inside yeah. us. No matter how, how small you, it, it might seem to us. But we are given a gift to use to serve and to elevate people. And when other people are happy, we are happy. Because we are happy within ourselves to offer that happiness to somebody. So when you make somebody happy, mm. they will never forget that. That is priceless. Experience. That Memories. is priceless. Yeah. So if you're sitting down there, if you're a mother thinking, mm, what is it that I'm good at? I don't know what I'm good at. But you're fantastic at making cakes. Every, every time they have sports day, you are always making cakes. You're always bringing cakes before. But I might turn around and say, well, I'm okay, nothing special. No, but you're telling, that's a lie you're telling yourself, mm. that you're okay. You're fantastic. Because you need to listen to what other people are saying, your cakes were brilliant. No, the, the thing is, you know, you remember, you are your own person. Mm. You are one of a kind, nobody's you. Correct. So your gift, you can make cakes, no your gift is your gift that has been, is a present to yeah. you. It's not somebody else's present that somebody else gave you. If you're expecting somebody else to give you a present, they're giving you a present of what they think that you're worth. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to give you your full worth. Correct. They will give you their own interpretation of what they think. That Who wants to give you 100% when they think, mm, why would I give her 100%? Yeah. I can give her 80%. I can give her 20% and keep 80%. Because they don't want you to be more than their own worth. So what you need to do for yourself is, you know your worth. You know that you're one of a kind. You know, even twins are different. Mm. Twins are completely different. You know that you have something that is so unique inside you that the world needs to embrace and love. You make cakes. Of course, nobody, the next person is not going to like it because they didn't make the cake. And they're jealous, they're jealous of the fact that you made that cake. And they know deep that that cake tastes fantastic. But they don't want to tell you that, that cake tastes fantastic because they don't want to boost your ego. And guess what? When they boost their own ego because they haven't discovered their own mastery, mm. they'll be like, mm, well, her cake is good. And she's, who told her that she's good? I'm not going to tell her that she's good. So little thing, even, like, even down to being a baby whisperer, mm -hmm. yeah. you carry a baby. And, and the baby quiet. just quiet. Yeah. And, sleeps in, and sleeps in your arm. That is a gift. That's a gift. That's definitely a gift. Not everybody can send a baby to sleep no, like that. Definitely. Or you're a dog walker. Yeah. Dogs come yeah, to you yeah that's a job and again can you see how you're serving people through that and you can be flexible in what you want to do and bring up your kids at the same time and at the same time but you're feeding your soul you're not going to a, a upset job something that's killing your soul exactly because you're doing it because that's the only option you have that's it it fits in around my kids that's it you're looking at every other aspect but what you haven't looked at does it fit around what, what i what, love what you people need to do is like i said like i said to you we're driving the bus hmm. Stop looking at the rear view mirror. The mistake a lot of people are doing is, I'm driving my bus. I'm looking at what the next person is doing. 
I'm getting distracted by bus. yeah. I'm distracted by what other people person is doing. And as you, it's like you're driving a bus and you're there. What's gonna happen? You're gonna crash because you're constantly looking. Yeah. All I say to people is just focus on you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what other, everybody is on their, driving their own bus. I love this saying that fits right in with what you're saying. Um, why, it's Andy Harrison saying actually, why would you fit in when mm. you're born to, to stand fit? out? So maybe your next person that you're watching is mm. thinking, oh, you're being a bit weird and mm. you're doing something different. Mm. Your bus has got all these flags mm. and you're, you're sticking right out. But that's your jam. And, and that's what you're good at. That's it. You leave the other Joneses alone and you carry on with doing yours because what will happen is mm. up ahead of the road, mm -hmm. you're going to be happy in that bus. That's it. But they may not be because they are trying to fit in the bus behind that's them. That's it. It's like people pleasers. You know, when you roll with the crowd, when you follow the crowd, you're going to blend in with the crowd. You're not going to stand out in the crowd. But you, you have to know that you were born original. Yeah. It's like that saying, be your own kind of beautiful, be your own kind of amazing, be your own kind of Because there is no other person, no like, other you. person no other like you. There's no other mother like you or a daughter like you exactly. or a partner like you. you exactly. Know? And if you've mastered your amazingness mm -hmm. and your greatness, don't be threatened about somebody else who hasn't found the time to give themselves mm -hmm. The opportunity to discover who they are because that's why a lot of people go around hating people. Mm. Because if you spend time to discover what's within you, you won't have the need to hate the next person. Because you're fully self fulfilled. You're fully fulfilled. So, wrapping up the show, what would you say is a one tip that you would give busy mums that could transform their lives? What's your one tip? Your one tip out of all the, all the conversations we've had today? Love yourself. I kind of, kind of knew that was coming. <laughs> Well, exactly, because when yeah. you love yourself, you serve everything people. Else everything else, everything else will yeah. yeah, you begin, if you love yourself, you you serve better. You didn't hesitate to answer that question whatsoever. Not. You were straight in there. So, thank you so much for yeah, well, questions. Yeah. And tell us where where can we find you? Oh my gosh, where can you find me? You can find me on my website www.anitaquansalondon.com, on social media, Facebook Anita Kwanza London. Mm -hmm. Instagram and Anita Kwanza London. So I'm more active on because uh, obviously so many social medias and also on Twitter and Anita Kwanza, but I'm not a Twitter person. You're not active on Twitter. No, but it, 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 it kind of gets overwhelming. So you just stick to the ones that okay. you're good at. So I think find you there. I think I'm more present on my Instagram, so on yeah. the Anita Kwanza London. Yeah. So Instagram is probably your Instagram is my jam. More your jam. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for asking all our questions you're today. Welcome. And just you know, you have made our first podcast. You're the, you are the, you are the, the anchor for our podcast. Hey. podcast. I'm sure I'll be interviewing hopefully hundred, hundreds of mums uh, by the time I, well, I don't think this is a finishing game. Oh no, there's this more, there's more moms out Every mum I speak to will bring a different aspect to, a prospect to mums that are actually listening. I so see. this program is for mums in particular mm. and for mums that are very busy and trying yeah. to balance work life yeah. and also their home life and uh, I love to hear all of what you've just said. Oh. I know that I knew most of it but I think it's really nice to listen to it in this format because yeah. I've got to know more things that I didn't know so every time we speak <laughs> we, we learn more things about each other. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Oh. Nice to meet you. Take Bye. care. Nice to meet you. You're my friend. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh gosh. enjoyed this show about transforming busy mums lives and you think another mother that you think is maybe struggling is stressed and can also do with this particular listening to this particular podcast please feel free to share this podcast with them and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast thank you Get to know more about me by following me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube by the name of Little Coach Farah.